Well, praise God. We thank God for all things. If you have your Bibles, turn to Proverbs chapter 11, and we begin reading at verse 30. Again, that's Proverbs 11 and 30, and it reads, The fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he that winneth souls is wise. I want to focus on the B portion of that verse. It says, He that winneth soul, he that winneth a soul is wise. You know, and now day and time as we live, it's becoming more increasingly more difficult to proclaim the name of Jesus or to speak your faith in public. It's becoming more and more difficult. The scripture says he that winneth a soul is wise. So to do that, we must rely on the wisdom of God. Now, once again, the wisdom of God, that means that for me to use the wisdom of God, I have to be led by the spirit of God when opportunity comes. You know, things are different now. Now, you know, there may be some that still go door to door, you know, and if you live by the spirit of God, you know, that'll work. But now it takes precision. The Holy Spirit wants to use us. He wants to tell us, tell us how to precisely how to witness. Many times, you know what? The truth be told, we don't know when we're going to witness. We always have to be ready. Now, what do you mean, brother pastor? Well, oftentimes, listen, you can be in a conversation. And while you're in a conversation, you'll feel the presence of God. You know, you're supposed to go there with them. Now, it may be that you, you, you may mention the name of Jesus. You may not. But guess what? The Holy Spirit will even tell you when to do and when not to do. But you're being led by the spirit of God in the conversation. Now, you know, once again, when you're led by the spirit of God, it's just it just it's just a flow. You know, it's amazing. Sometimes, listen, we may not even realize that the Holy Spirit is using us until after the fact. But we have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Once again, the word of God says he who winneth a soul is wise. When we're led by the spirit of God, we're demonstrating the wisdom of God because only it's the wisdom of God that's going to help you win a soul for Christ. Understand once again. It takes his wisdom. We can't do it in and of ourselves on our own. Once again, like I said before, it's becoming more and more difficult to win a soul. The enemy. Listen, this is a dark world and it's only becoming more darker. It's going to take the wisdom of God once again to help us, to navigate us, to use us to win a soul. Now, let's dig a little deeper. We understand that it takes the wisdom of God, of God to win a soul. But exactly how do we do that? How does the Lord want to to help us win a soul? First of all, let me tell you this. It's going to require your personality. Do you know God wants to use your personality? You may be saying, oh, I don't know, brother, passed by my personality. No, no. God gave you that personality. He wants to use our personality to win a soul. But get this. It's not our personality in and of itself. He wants us to be in the presence of God. He wants us to be in the atmosphere, in, once again, in the presence of God. 
When we're in his presence, something miraculous happens. What do you mean? It's his anointing, his supernatural anointing will be infused, will be on our personality. What do you mean? When we spend time in the presence of God, the word of God says that God, he is a spirit. His spirit connects with our spirits. We're communing with his spirit when we're spending time with God. And so when we speak those words, when we led by the spirit of God, when we listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, when he's using our personality, when we speak those words out of our mouth, we're speaking to that person's spirit. Scripture says we are speaking spirits made in the image of God. We are speaking spirits. And once again, when we're led by the spirit of God, we're operating in the wisdom of God. And when we're operating in the wisdom of God, we are speaking God's word to another person's spirit. He who winneth a soul is wise. Let's just dig a little deeper here. You know where God wants to use us to win souls on our job. If you think about it, you're at that place of employment eight hours a day or more. You know, excluding sleep, you're you spend more time at that job. And your career than you do at home, excluding sleeping. You spend a lot of time. We spend a lot of time on our job. The Lord wants us to be fruitful right there. God wants to use our personality. Now, let me say this. Does it mean that we have to carry our Bibles and become this obnoxious Christian where every time you see them, you're quoting the scripture? Let me tell you something. Uh, most people are not drawn by that. Now, the flip side, on the other end, uh, people should know that you're a Christian. If someone would say, you know, so-and-so, brother, so-and-so, they're a Christian, people shouldn't be shocked. We ought to be right there in the middle of the road. People should be able to see our personality. They should see that we're warm people. Or, you know, they should see our personality. You know, all of us are not warm people, but it's through our personality. The Lord wants to use our, our personality. But listen, it's his anointing. When his anointing, once again, is on our personality, people will see the glory on our lives. There will be something different about you. Now, let's look at this for a moment. Do you remember Moses? The word God says that because he was in the presence of God. He had to wear a veil because his light shone. People could see the brightness. Why? Because he was in the presence of God. You know, nothing has changed. You know, some of y'all may be saying, uh, 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 brother, pastor, I spend an hour a day praying. I spend two hours a day praying. But, you know, the Lord want us to spend time with him throughout the day. Let me give you an example of this. Those of you that are married, typically your wife, she wants to speak to you throughout the day. You know, do you think you have a good fellowship with your wife if you only spend time with her for an hour or two, the first part of the day and don't speak to her at all? No. Oftentimes your wife wants to speak to you throughout the day. She will call you. Do you know the father wants to commune with us? The very same way he wants us to to speak with him, to to include him 
a part as a part of our jobs or our careers or whatever it is. He wants to be included. Now, let me give you an example of this. I remember uh, last night I was talking with God about some things and he told me, he said, listen, when you get to work, I want you to craft this letter to this particular individual. And so I got to work and I crafted the letter. I'm typing the things out. And while I was typing, by, by the time I got to the end of the letter, the Lord reminded me, he said, now, you know, you have access to these different people. And so he said, why don't you look and see if you still have that old email? And so I, I looked up and I said, okay, I, I got this. Okay. Yeah. I see all these people. Okay. And then he said, well, you know what? I said, well, now God, this is about two years old. And he said, well, yeah, why don't you call so-and-so and try to get an update? I went through all of that stuff. And so what was going on? What am I describing to you? Fellowship with the father. You see, he told me to do something. Then he led me to do something else. Then something else. I'm spending time throughout the day consulting him, listening to his voice, listening to him tell me what to do. He's leading me to a particular point or to a particular specific assignment, something that he wants me to do. I'm spending time with the father while I'm at my place of employment. Once again, when you spend time in the presence of God, that anointing will be on you. I'm going to say this. Listen to me well. Every year that you're at that place of employment, the anointing on your life should increase. When you speak, th there should be something about that anointing on you, you should get more and greater results when you speak. If you spend time in the presence of God, it's kind of like the more that you spend time with God, the more that anointing will, will fall on you. That the greater the anointing will increase. Why? Because you're spending time with the Father. Listen, think about it. you every day, listen throughout the day, you're spending time with the Father. Once again, you should see results. Even if you are correcting someone, when you spend time with the father, listen, the father will speak through you, especially if you are saying what the Lord tells you to do. And also, listen, once again, when you're at the right place where God has called you, when you at your place of employment, of employment if that's the place where God has assigned you, that anointing should increase on that place of employment. If you're at the right place, once again, do you know that God really wants to to use you to share to to lighten up that place of employment? Not only for our greater production or better quality, but you should influence the people. How do you influence the people by one having an excellent spirit about the place of your employment at that place? Furthermore, when we mentioned in times past, many times God wants you to take those assignments, those things that no one else wants to do. Those are the assignments. And when you begin to do those things that no one wants to do in time, guess what? 
God will anoint you. People will take notice. And you know what? People will help you. They will assist you as you're doing that special case that no one wants to deal with. God's glory will shine through you. It will shine on you. And listen, people don't know why they're helping you. Listen, because you have heeded, you have yielded yourself to the anointed God, to the will of the Father, you being led by the Spirit of God. You know what? Before you know, you begin to win souls. Not only will you, now let me say this, when you win souls, you may not always tell. What do you mean, brother pastor? See, it's because of you and your excellence in work, you take, you're doing that, that, that extra assignment that, that no one wants to do. When you do that, listen, you don't know, but because of you, people are not going to church. They're reading their Bibles because of you. The Lord is using you. He remind them, you, you notice how they act. You know, I'm going to do better. Now, you've never mentioned about you read the Bible. Listen, you never mentioned about you go to what church, a, a church, but they know something about you. They know the spirit of God. They're reminded of what you've done. The Lord knows how to use your personality. Once again, when you're in the presence of God, it's his supernatural power that's going to be infused. That's going to be on your personality. So listen, once again, when you say something, you'll get attention. You know, think about this for a moment. What you said two years ago, random day, you may have gotten some attention, but now because you spent two more years with the father. You spent more time in his presence. That anointing is on you much stronger. Now, when you say something, it yields a greater result. You have a greater sphere of influence. People recognize, they see what you say matter. Why? Because you spend pres time in the presence of God. You're assigned to the right place. The word of God says, he who winneth a soul is wise. Many times the Holy Spirit want to use you and your personality. You may have no, you perhaps you have no idea once again who's going to church, who's getting their Bible, who's listening to gospel music because of you. He who winneth a soul is wise. Why are they wise? Because they're being led by the Spirit of God. Now, there's a few things we talked about. We talked about being led by the Spirit of God. We talked about God wants to use your personality. And you know what? The, the last thing we talked about is God will use you to win souls. And I need to say this. When you operate under the power of the anointing of God on your place of employment or in your neighborhood, it doesn't matter. Someone's going to ask you about Christ. They're going to ask you, listen, the Lord will set things up. They can be going through some things. The Lord will open up an opportunity for you to witness to that individual. And you know what? They, they will come to Christ because of you. You will make yourself available to be used by God. God wants to use us in our personalities, in our place of employment. But it's going to take precision. It's going to take the skill of the, of, of the Holy Spirit to teach us how to do it. We have to be led by the spirit of God. Listen, we can't go in there and pass down Bible tracks and say, hey, the scripture says, no, 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 no. He who winneth the soul is wise. Now, everything what I describe is vividly illustrated in the life of Paul. 
particularly Acts chapter 17. But I want to look at Athens, his trip to Athens. The word of God says when Paul arrived there, he was greatly distressed. He was greatly troubled because he saw all of the idols. He saw all of these idols. So he went to the synagogue to talk with them, to dispute with them. He spoke with the Jews there as well as the converts, those who are now Christians, explaining to them this and that. Well, this is the interesting thing. There are some Greeks there. There are some people who heard him or, or they caught word that, that Paul is teaching about this foreign religion and this resurrection. Well, when Paul arrived, they said, listen, Paul, we want to hear more about this foreign God or this foreign religion and this resurrection. And so now we begin to see the wisdom of God. Paul says, I perceive that all of you are very religious. You are very religious. In fact, now we see the wisdom of God bringing things back to his remembrance. He says, I saw an inscription on one of your altars. It said to the unknown God. He said, listen, you all were not aware that you already been worshiping. You are been talking about this unknown God. You just was not aware of it. Now, this unknown God is not made with human hands. No, this human God, it gave us life. It put breath in our body. It lives among us. In fact, it's in him that we live and move and have our being. It is this God who made the world and everything in it and heaven and earth. Furthermore, Paul says from one man, he made all the nations. He created the history and he set boundaries to the land. So listen, so you can, so you know that there's a God and you can come seek him and he's not far. Once again, it's in him that we live and move and have our being. Then Paul said this, this interesting thing. He said, listen, one of your poets, one of your poets said that we are his offspring. We are his offspring. Now, we shouldn't think of this divine uh, uh, deity, gold and silver or precious stones or any image made by human hands. No. In the past, Paul said, God overlooked this, but now he's calling us to repent before him because there's coming a day when he's going to judge the world by this appointed man. And this appointed man was raised from the dead. There are those who snickered at him, who laughed at him. But then the word of God said, there are those who believed Paul and they followed Paul. They wanted to hear more of this gospel, both men and women. So let's look at what happened here. First, we can see Paul was led by the spirit of God. It was an opportunity, a setup. God used Paul. Number two, we can see Paul's personality. There's some other things we can see. We, we saw how God used the wisdom, his wisdom. God began to remind Paul of these inscriptions on this altar. One of their, what their poets said, he's winning them over to Christ. But, and last but not least, there, are, there were some converts. There are some people who follow Christ. There were some people who he went. 
The word of God says, he who winneth a soul is wise. How did he win a soul? One, we know in his own time, he spent time with the father once again. God was able to use his personality. God was able to use his personality. Once again, he was led by the spirit of God. And as a result, he was able to win some souls. If you notice, God sent him to a place that was dark. And God was able to use him once again to win souls. He that wins souls is wise. Will you allow God to use you? Will you allow God to lead and guide you? Will you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit to be led by the Spirit of God? Remember, when you're led by the Spirit of God, you are using, you are operating in the wisdom of God. And because you're operating in the wisdom of God, coupled with you spending time with God, God wants to use your tongue, your personality to win souls to Christ. Amen. Continue to do what God has called you to do and live the abundant life. Give God a hand clap of praise.